everyone. Welcome to the first episode of On Air with SJA, where we talk about things that you don't talk about. Hi, my name is Sean. And my name is Yue. And today, we will be your host for the first episode of our podcast. On Air with SJA. What is On Air with SJA? So, let me break it down for you. On Air with SJA is basically a podcast aiming to raise awareness to global issues and all the issues that are happening around us and our community. And in the same time, to add more knowledge to all of our listeners out there. So I'm pretty sure that after every episode, our listeners will definitely learn something new and something useful and even raise awareness to a lot of issues that's happening. So what is SJA? So for everything, for, any, for anyone new, I'm sorry, Leo Cloud of SGA stands for Subang Jaya Alumni. So just like every Leo Clubs out there, there are many Leo Clubs with different names like Leo Club of something something, Leo Club of ABC, Leo Club of ABCD something. So for us, our name is Subang Jaya Alumni and our full name is Leo Club of Subang Jaya Alumni. So today for our podcast, we will be having our first series in this first series, we will be having a few episodes where we will cover cancer-related topics. Yeah, why? Because it is actually one of the most serious diseases out there and also one of the leading causes of death worldwide. So we feel like we need to raise more awareness to all of this and you know just add more knowledge for all of our listeners. So... Today, we have a very special guest with us today. We are joined by our lovely guest today, Auntie Sharon, who is a breast cancer survivor. Hi, Auntie Sharon. Hi. Hi, Sean. Hi, Yue. Hello. Can you introduce yourself to all our listeners? Okay, I'm uh, Sharon. I'm uh, Auntie Sharon, as all the Leos like to call me. I'm uh, 61 years old, a cancer survivor of three years. And I'm also the founder of Tender Hearts, a social enterprise for special needs adults. Oh, Tender Hearts. I heard, I heard before of them. Uh, you guys sell cookies, right? Yes. Can you tell us more about Tender Hearts? Okay, Tender Hearts was uh, set up in 2016. So we are almost five years. Uh, our uh, end of December, to be exact, on the 27th will be our fifth anniversary. So it was set up basically for a group of special needs adults uh, who was um, sitting at home, nothing to do, that kind of thing, you know, can't find employment. So, and uh, besides that, auntie also have a special needs girl myself. So together with her and a group of friends, uh, auntie started uh, or would I say set up a cafe in Summit USG Mall where this uh, group of uh, special needs adults, they are trained to run the cafe and also bake and cook simple dishes. So we, uh, but due to the pandemic, we have been closed, but uh, hopefully we'll get back soon. The kids are all raring to go. So it has been a, a wonderful and meaningful journey with them. Yeah, I see that uh, you actually volunteered there a few times, right? How how was it, Yue? Yeah, it was quite um, quite fun actually. Um, uh, making helping to bake the cookies and 
some cupcakes uh, some of the uh for a few times and then yeah interacting with the kids are also quite interesting yeah yeah i i love what you guys are doing for the kids like it's like a opportunity to you know try something new and get ready for the society and everything i personally i never tried volunteering at the tender hearts before but i heard of it but i actually have a sim i actually experienced a sim- similar home i think in yuejue 2 where every sunday they would uh, prepare breakfast and then the neighborhood will come and support and like it's just a very wholesome experience to be a part of like i think it's very yeah. lovely yes uh i yeah. used to be with them yeah i like some of them manage the cashier some of them prepare the food some yes. serve the table it's like it's it's so wholesome that time yeah i love it yeah i i used to be with them for a couple of years i think way back in 2012 yeah then i took a break and then now uh, i started something on my own because uh there's so much i want to do for these kids yes it's it's so amazing Okay, so for our, all our listeners out there, if you guys want to support Tender Hearts, you guys can check out Tender Hearts in Facebook. Am I right, Auntie Sharon? That's right. We are on Facebook and Instagram as well. Okay, once they have uh, once they go back to normal, you guys can support them to by ordering their cookies and everything. So, so without further ado, I think we should jump straight into our topic today. So, for our topic today. As uh, we mentioned just now, Auntie Sharon is actually a breast cancer survivor. That's why today she's here to share her experience and give us some knowledge and some awareness on breast cancer or even cancer in general. So, uh, Auntie Sharon, can you walk us through your experience? Like, when did you first notice something was wrong? Or like, when were you diagnosed? Like, what stage? Yeah, Sean, definitely you. Um, way back in uh, April two zero one eight, I accidentally uh, felt a lump. It was on my left breast. I remember very clearly. It was uh, early morning, and I was about to uh, go for my business trip to Kota Kinabalu. Okay, so I, I I could remember very clearly because of that trip. So, uh. After that, I kind of ignored it uh, because um, I didn't take it very seriously uh, because about that time, uh, my dad was seriously not well. Uh, he was 88 years old. So my focus then was on my dad. So it was doctor visits, taking care of him, making sure he's okay. Uh, my hometown is in Suramban, so you know the trips to and fro Suramban and uh, taking him here to stay with me as well to to make sure he's all right so the focus was not on me then so but uh, very sad my dad passed away uh, in may the same year uh, there was a very uh, big setback for me as well because uh, he's my mentor he's my soulmate because i'm a single mom and uh, he's the one i go to for any advice or you know I, I can just talk to him about anything under the sky so it was a very big loss for me so by then by uh, end May everything has settled right so uh, my very dear and close doctor friend told me I told him he is a guy about the lump he said no you have to check it out 
So I remember very clearly it was end May after his advice that uh, I went to see my gynae and uh, then immediately uh, we did an ultrasound and uh, from there I knew something was wrong because uh, the results were, uh, it was suspicious and then uh, another appointment was set to do a biopsy. Yeah. So then, uh, okay, it is confirmed. Then um, uh, it was devastating. Uh, I, I, I was like questioning myself, why is, it, why is it happening to me? You know, uh, my life as it is has been so challenging and uh, so many hurdles that I had to go through, you know, throughout my, my, my this journey. So um, without any delay, I decided on my own lah, because I, I'm single. So I decided uh, even within that week that, that itself, I told the breast surgeon, please go ahead and arrange the surgery. Uh, so surgery was uh, done in uh, SGMC and uh, uh, went on very smoothly, uh, no issues, you know. Uh, I, I, I could take it. Then uh, after that, the uh, I think the third week or the second week, I was referred to an oncologist uh, in the same hospital and uh, they found that the cancer that I was having was a very aggressive and invasive one and I should start my chemo and the whole works immediately. And what was proposed to me really scared me off. 20 over times of chemotherapy and almost the same amount of radiotherapy because of the grade of the cancer that was uh, diagnosed. So, uh, of course, I was scared and then you, you, you start researching and then, uh, you know, all the negative, uh, I mean, uh, documentation on chemo, you know, things like that, right? All the negative things that, uh, you know. So, I dread going for chemo, thinking that, wow, 20 over times, can my body take it? So, uh, I didn't go back, even though I was already scheduled to uh, start my first chemo. Uh, they say three weeks after my surgery, I should start my chemo. So, end June, I was supposed to do my first chemo. Yeah? So, I decided to go for a second opinion uh, in another private hospital. Then, uh, I still put off the chemo. Yeah because I was still trying to avoid it. And then some say, some good, uh, well-meaning friends say, go on a vegetarian diet, which I did for a month. And I lost so much weight and uh, I felt so weak, you know, so uh, it, it wasn't good. So I went for my third opinion uh, in another private hospital. So three hospitals, yeah. So the second and third opinion, it was exactly the same. You know, actually, it was my very close uh, college mate who brought me to see uh, this oncologist friend of his. So, since both doctors said the same thing and uh, they told me I can't delay because of the aggressiveness of the tumor and my limb nodes, 12 were removed and 6 were already infected. Yeah, So, it happened very fast to me. The, the thing, you know, it, it went really fast. So, end July, I think it was on the 29th, just a few days before the two months, they told me I must not uh, postpone chemo two months 
uh, I, I must do chemo within two months of the surgery. So it was just at the borderline that, uh, you know, the, the two months uh, thing, you know. So I guess I had, a, I, I don't have a choice because I was really afraid because uh, both oncologists said the same thing. So, well, I started my first chemo on July 29th. And immediately after the first chemo, my hair started dropping. So you can imagine how powerful the drugs were, you know. You know, uh, yeah, you know, the whole strand of hair just came off like that. And uh, my sense of taste uh, went bitter, you know, from the first chemo itself. Just imagine. So I decided to shave then because it was quite you know, uh, very, what do you call it? Uh? I, I couldn't see the side of my hair falling like that. So I decided to shave my hair, you know. So uh, even after shaving also, you know, when you sleep on your pillow, you know, uh, you can see all your hair stuck uh, on the pillows and things like that. Uh, you know, the 1CM, you know, uh, hairs. So I, I, I was completely bald, uh, including my eyebrow as well. So, wow, I tell you, you really have to be mentally so strong to go through the whole chemo treatment. Okay, second and third oncologist recommended uh, 16 rounds of chemo. Well, not that bad lah, compared to the first oncologist which recommended 20 over times. So, 16 rounds of chemo. Uh, the, the first uh, four treatment really was too strong for me. Uh, the, the, the side effects were very, you know, very difficult to handle. So my oncologist decided to tone it down. But then it was a weekly treatment. I had to go. So after I completed the 16 rounds of chemo, it was followed by 15 times radiotherapy. And the whole treatment took me six months. So... Um, the fear was there, everything, like the whole works, all the emotions were there, you know, uh, throughout the journey. But I guess I did not have a choice. I had to be mentally so strong because I have two girls and uh, one is a special needs, yeah. Uh, and also by that time, I actually have st started Tender Hearts Cafe. So, yeah, it was so difficult, you know. Uh, Tender Hearts Cafe was launched on April 18th. 2018 so my surgery was early june so it was so difficult uh I, I couldn't be there for a year and a plus i think because there's a bit of recovery time right i think about a year and a half but in between as and when i, I felt i could go to cafe i did drop by the, the i miss the kids you know I, I i miss them so much so i do drop by so what i do with a, a bald hair uh, a bald head I, I wrapped myself like a turban, you know, uh, so I, I went in, you know, with a scarf and all, you know, just to keep myself warm because after surgery uh, and all the chemo, it really whacked your body up and down, upside down every, you know, every angle. So you, you kind of like you feel cold, uh, your body is not that strong anymore. Yeah, you, you feel weak. Yeah. So because I wasn't eating well, actually, during chemo, but 
it was about survival so all well-meaning friends who asked me to eat healthy you know saying i'm eating rubbish actually well if you're not a cancer survivor you would not know you know we i was actually eating just to survive day by day uh like for now if i eat something which i can uh, taste the real taste of the food well good enough you know you you can at least eat you know otherwise everything you eat is bitter you know so there was one point i remember i actually ate uh enjoyed the uh you know the mcd cheesecake the strawberry cheesecake yeah there was a week yes i actually just had to survive you know and of course i had my my milk uh, to ensure and then later anakel so that kept me uh going uh then of course during chemo if your blood cell uh, white blood cells count is low then you need to have the booster jab you know so um and uh, you know i i wanted to just go through and then when on the final the na- chemo number 16 right by home or by crook you know i wanted to go through and just finish all the chemo you know shawn and you so I was so happy that uh, you know that, uh, so I decided I told the doctor I want a booster jab before my 16th chemo because I wanted to finish it whether my white blood cell is count is slow or whatever I want the booster jab because I want to finish it off yeah so yeah you have to be so strong mentally and physically chemo is no joke yeah i i still shudder when i think of it you know but the the nurses at the uh, chemo center uh they, they they were very um uh very good you know they they would tell you what to eat what not to eat you know and and basically is eating whatever you can like just to survive that period you know now coming back to uh tender hearts right Yeah I couldn't be there physically only dropping by on and off you know to to keep the morale among them high but during that period I had a lot of parents who left me you know who left tender hearts together with their kids huh? especially the high functioning ones you know because I I couldn't meet their expectations so yeah it was kind of sad to see all the kids go when I can see they were really happy yeah so Yeah, I can um, see that the kids are really happy there. Yeah, that's right. Today we had a Zoom session. I I'm actually arranging a weekly Zoom session for them. And uh, today they were they were so happy, you know, they uh, to see auntie, you know. I I told them, "Yeah, auntie, can't wait to see all of you too." Yeah. Um and uh, I auntie got so many plans uh, to to do up things for y'all, you know. I told all of them. Yeah. It, it was tough Sean and you it was tough yeah is hearing yeah. it is already very tough yeah but and yeah it's and quite sorry no no you can continue adi yeah yeah okay uh, also during uh, my chemo uh, because my dad passed away i actually had to take care of my 88 year old mom as well so uh, there was hardly any any recovery period for me actually you know uh but the support groups huh? support groups from uh, breast cancer uh, uh welfare association and the uh, support uh, breast cancer support group in uh, sunny medical center to be exact uh, that helped huh? so you know you're not alone going through this journey 
So uh, family members, if you can, please support and give your, you know, your moral support, uh, whether it's physical or, or, you know, or in whatever ways. Um, yeah, we, we need support. So, to help would us you say, like, the biggest, uh, like, strength you got is from your family's support, like your daughter, your families and friends support, and the tender hearts kids? Yes, yes. That actually, uh, yeah, my, my girls and especially tender hearts kids kept me going. Mm. I, I knew I can't turn back anymore, you know, you, you know, mm. after having uh, done so much for them, uh, whatever it is, I have to keep on going. Yeah, that 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 is yeah. my booster. Yeah, it's like good to have something to like look forward and hang on to, like so that you don't give up and everything. There's something to fight for. Yeah. Like, would you? What would you tell like maybe some cancer patients who are now currently like going through what you go through? Like, what would you tell them? Like, what advice would you tell them? Like, find find something to. But, uh, find something to believe in, find something to hang on to, or what? Well, be strong. Find your purpose of life. Yeah, which I did. During this uh, challenging journey, I found my purpose in life. So, yeah, do something that you love to. Yeah, something that they are very passionate about. It can be anything. Like for me, I love to bake and cook. That's why I did Tender Heart. So that kept me going. That kept me busy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Even whether are we having like a disease or not, we should like have this kind of mindset too, lah, right? Yeah. So I think walking back to... Like you said, but first of all, I need to say that I'm sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, we are so glad that you are now healthy and safe with us here now. Yeah. And like one thing I would like to know is the the time when you hesitate to go for chemo, you go for second, third opinion and everything and you're like you you're not sure whether you're ready for it. Like do you think like maybe you should have gone sooner or like if the like maybe there's audience that listening that is also struggling with you? Same as you, like, they don't know if they're ready, they, they're scared of it. What would you tell them? Would you tell them to, like, just start straight away, start before it's too late, or, like, um, take your time and understand the situation? Well, at this moment, uh, we all know there's no cure for cancer, right? The only treatment now is this, but, of course, there are also uh, TCM and uh, homeopathy and uh, other holistic approach to cancer now. Now, if you ask me, all cancers are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many people do not know, you know, there are so many types of cancer, so many grades of cancer. So that's why some well-meaning friends, they keep uh, asking auntie to take this and take that. And I feel so bad for them when I don't take it, you know, because I know that uh, uh, my type of cancer is different. It's not receptive, receptive to hormones. It's triple negative, you know. So... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I guess the thing is, uh, don't listen to too many people. Of course, they, they, they meant well, lah, you know, because when you listen to too many, you, you get more confused, you get more, uh, disturbed, you know, your mind, uh, you don't know what to do, you know. So uh, I guess is to follow one direction, lah. Yeah. 
you know at the moment i guess um, you know even some say don't go for surgery that kind of thing you know but it all depends on the type of cancer too yeah i have to find out more like for me i went for third opinion and it, it said the same thing you know so the doctors must be right you know so i just followed the treatment now but at this moment because uh, auntie's cancer is triple negative and grade three so uh, there's no medication that kind of thing and uh, when i asked my own uh, i have two oncologists now uh, one is uh, uh, my the regular oncologist and i also have a tcm oncologist uh, where i'm taking chinese herbs uh, now uh, that seems to help with my energy level and uh, do you know that even until today from the chemo uh, my hands and my feet are still numb yeah mm, after so, three years yeah it's a uh, three year survivor now so uh so this uh herbs does help uh in a way so I, i'm taking uh that you know so i'm in touch with two oncologists now lah. Mm, so you're still keeping up with your own medical status lah, uh, to yes. make sure that um, everything's ma- fine yeah must go for the regular checkups things like that yeah Mm. Mm. So, uh, be, be clear of the direction that you want to go. Lah. So, regarding to the chemo, like, after the 16 rounds of chemo, is it mm. uh, everything's alright? Or like, do you, or you took some time to recover and then you start be feeling alright after a while? Actually, I uh, did not have the opportunity to recover fully uh, because of my commitments family and otherwise yeah so uh, when i heard that uh, teachers who are diagnosed with cancer they actually get the two years off you know to recover and that really put me off. oh my god i've not even had a day off you know oh. yeah yeah but then uh, it, it kept me going because um, mentally uh, i was strong enough yeah thank god to go through day by day so, uh, because uh, that all these things like you know, tender hearts, my my girls and all, they they kept me going, you know. But but there was one point uh, I can't remember which chemo where I really lie down in bed for a week. Yeah, that, that I, I just don't have the strength to get up to eat. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, I I just uh, took my milk. Uh, okay. The other thing is uh, I survived on coconut water. Oh. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Every day, uh, every first day of chemo, I would take three coconuts, yeah? And then wow. on other days, it's two coconuts. So that was how much of coconuts I took throughout my chemo. But I stopped when I did my radio. I think then I was, I was taking like one a day or alternate days, things like that. Now that really helped. And this tip came from the nurses at the uh, uh, chemo center. Coconut, wow, interesting. So yeah. they told you like coconut helps, ah, then. Yes, yes, oh. definitely, yeah, definitely. It, it really helped me. That that helped me survive, ah. Hmm. Then, is 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 there like anything like nutrition wise that like the doctor advise you to intake more, like you say like oh this food gonna help this food gonna help like do you mind sharing maybe to the audience maybe. Um. Okay. When I ask my doctors. Because uh, my, my family feels I'm eating rubbish, right? So I will ask the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really think I'm eating rubbish. I should eat healthy food, you know. 
but healthy food i can't take it you know because everything like this bitter and then you feel vomity you know you really can't take it that's why uh, for a period i took the cheesecakes you know so uh, doctor will tell you of course maybe it's based on the type of cancer too uh, so uh, whatever experience I share, I think still check out with your oncologist. Yeah, but my oncologist say that I can eat everything, but to avoid red meat and sugar. Yeah, these are the two things that I have to be careful about. Uh, then everything in moderation. So actually, if you see auntie, auntie is eating everything, you know. So now are you back to a healthy diet or are you still munching on strawberry cheesecake? Uh, now I can eat almost everything, but uh, yeah, I was sharing with my TCM oncologist just uh, last week when I had a teleconsult. I told him, uh, yeah, my uh, the body is so intelligent. Uh, it's like whenever I eat anything, my taste sense of taste will change. Uh, so the body is so intelligent. It's like telling me, hey, don't eat that, you know, or you know, you better cut down on that. So that's, that is my guide now. Uh. True, you know, I, and the body is so intelligent. This happened also during my chemo treatment. Yeah. Yeah, Whenever it's true. Yeah, correct. I think our body is so intelligent. You know, those, you know, our grand great-grandfather's days, uh, you know, you don't have all these drugs and uh, whatnot, right? Yeah, this is what my body is trying to tell me. And uh, so nowadays when my energy level is... Um, so, so only then I, I will just uh, take a break, you know, lie down, things like that and do nothing just to recover, you know. Yeah, that's mm. how auntie is uh, taking it day by day. Mm. Mm, yeah, it's quite true, feeling. actually. Yeah. Our, our so body well. will tell us like what happens like if you're not well, if you feel pain or anything. Yeah, listen yeah. to your body. Yeah, that's the first symptom that you will get yeah, for any true. any sickness or anything. Yeah, yeah. listen to your so, body. Yeah, it is very true. You know, Auntie found that found that to be so true. Yeah. So, uh, what, uh, is there anything that you wish you knew before you started this treatment? Like um, what you. Well, you I hope I, you I, knew. Yeah, I wish I had checked it out earlier. Yeah, uh, that that's one thing. You know, uh, I wish I had done things differently. You know, yeah, love myself more. That kind of thing. Mm. So what then would you like? What would you like tell those people who are like going to go on board of this journey? Like, what would you tell them? Like besides having a doing what you like and anything like what is it like having a positive mindset or like you know you can do like there is a chance for everything like what would you give advice like if one of our listeners is going to go on this difficult journey yeah be positive be positive you know that is very important to have a positive mindset yeah that is mm. so so important yeah you can recover. So, you know, mm. there, there are many cancer survivors out here. You are not alone. Mm. So, you mentioned just now that there was like a, a service group, is it? That helped in the, in the 
hospital? Uh, yeah, it's a support group uh, which is set up by this uh, private hospital. So all cancer survivors, uh, breast cancer survivors to be exact, we have our own group and then uh, where it is a WhatsApp group where we have uh, updated news, you know, or any web webinars even now, you know, we, we are being uh, kept updated lah, on things. And uh, we are there to support each other. You know, every new member that comes on board, we are there for them. So I think that makes a difference. Oh, so it's like a, like a friend group that you can like talk to during in the hospital and then we can talk to each other, no, support it, each, a, each other. It's, it's a WhatsApp group, Sean. Oh, WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah okay. it's a WhatsApp group. Oh. I think there are 100 over in the group now. Oh. Yes. I see. Having, so, having a support group helps. Lah. Having somebody there who understands your journey helps a lot. Okay. So, yeah, do you have any question for Sharon? Yes, I do. So, uh, Auntie Sharon, what is uh, any advice that you would give on how to support someone who is going through cancer? Like, what should a friend or family members do to support that cancer patient? Do you have any advice on that? Yeah. I think this question is quite uh, important because, as in, because sometimes, like, I, I after some research I see online, la, some mm. friends, like, they don't know how to act when their friends are sick or have, like, some, some kind of disease. They don't know, like, should they, like, show that they're worried or, like, should they just be happy, just be their self? Like they how how should a family and friend react around you, like if you are a can like your cancer patient or any sort of disease? Just be there for them. Uh, don't pity them. Uh, mm. be strong mm. for them. Uh. uh, give them the strength lah. And uh, um, how to say uh? mm. we we need somebody there lah when we are going through uh. It's a difficult journey, so to go through it alone is uh, very sad. Yeah, you need somebody when you know you got somebody at the side, nah, to who is just there for you. Ah, that is good enough, you know. So family members and friends, uh, relatives, you know, if you have anybody who's going through or uh, the the journey that I went through. Please be there for them. It makes a lot of difference uh, having somebody there to care for us. Yeah. Basically, it's to care for us. Lah. Yeah. So, you, like, definitely don't pity. Don't, don't, like, show them, like, your pity. And, like, just... Is it, like, insensitive if, like, they, like, act like it's normal, everything is normal, and be happy around you? Like, would you feel like it's a bit insensitive, like, like, I'm sick right now and you're happy? Or, like, would you more prefer that? No, just give a sense of uh, possibility, uh, positivity to them. Mm. Yeah. That, that they'll make it, you know, encourage them to be strong, you know, to make it through. Yeah. I see. But I, uh, usually, like, if someone, if someone is sick or, uh, like, you know, ill or what, they will be very negative. Like, how do we actually uh, motivate them or encourage them. Like, when you are sick, you will think of 
um, don't know what's going to happen. You will think of those negative stuff and like maybe you are going to give up. So like what kind of uh, encouraging words would you uh, advise um, the friends or family of the cancer patient to say? Or is there um, better to not say anything? I've never really thought about it, but um, having just for me la, personally, uh, for me, just having uh, somebody there uh, to go through this journey with you, that that is very encouraging, la, you know. Uh, don't, don't cry la, in front of me, you know, that mm, kind oh. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, just be strong, you know, and tell and uh, everything's going to be all right, you know. In fact, it's just being there, you know. Just know that you have somebody there to go, um, to uh, to be with you, lah. Yeah. The the words so very is important, la. Yeah, because uh, everyone is different, right? Yeah. Uh, if you you if uh, like like for me, auntie is very positive. So uh, personally, just having somebody there is very is good enough for me. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's most important to me. Some patients, I I think there's a lot of patients that choose to hide these kind of things from their mm. like close ones, right? Do Do you mm. think like it's it's not a good thing or like, what What's your opinion on that? No, don't share it out. You feel better if you share it out. You know, well, don't go through uh, this tough journey alone. You know. Mm. Uh, true, very true. You 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 never know. You have uh, many supportive friends, uh, and family members out there. Don't 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 go through the journey alone, lah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is a it's a tough journey. You are not alone, so yeah. yeah don't do things it will be better when uh, there yes. are people with you, lah. Happy so, together, go through. Correct, correct. Be together. strong and stay strong. Yeah. Mm. Is there anything like very memorable? Like, is there any like very like one sentence or like uh, like the best thing that someone said to you to comfort you or like something that's like not not something good someone said to you that's like so memorable. The one thing is the rubbish food lah. Oh, <laughs> I will never forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's strawberry yeah. cheesecake, rubbish food, huh? Yeah, it's truly, you know, I was actually eating just for survival. And uh, when you have breakfast or your lunch, uh, you, I really struggle. Uh, I really so worried. Hey, what am I going to eat my next meal? You know, that kind of feeling because huh. your, your sense of taste, uh, is so bitter, you know, very, very bitter. Anything you eat, uh, is bitter, you know. Some, 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 uh, I, I know some cancer survivors, some of them, they are so lucky, they still uh, can taste the food normal, uh, you know. And there are some who is tasteless, but for me, it was so, so bitter, you know. So everything I eat, and then, uh, then you feel vomity. So then you really don't feel like eating. So every meal is a, uh, uh, what do you say? It's so challenging for me. Now I think that also I want to kind of laugh at myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, can can you imagine, you know, strawberry cheesecakes? Uh? So are we going to see strawberry cheesecake be selling in Tender Hearts maybe? I'm in the future. <laughs> <I'm making> <laughs> <cheesecake>. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so 
actually the symptoms is very one now uh, person to person. Yes, uh, it's different. I, we so I, I think we didn't mention. Oh sorry. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, we didn't mention that like uh, which stage were you diagnosed with? Ah, uh? uh, okay. Uh, because of the type of cancer, which is the actually from the most aggressive, mine is the second most aggressive. Yeah. So in terms of mm. that, uh, it is uh one doctor say uh two uh the first doctor said stage three, uh my second and third opinion uh was uh, stage two B based on the size. Uh, and the, the, the grade of the tumor. But of course, actually based on the size, which is only 2cm, uh, it's actually uh, stage 1. Mm, but because so... of the, the, the after biopsy was done, because of the grade, so it was yeah stage 3. Lah. Yeah, no joke. Uh, I was mm. actually very shocked, you know, because it was so small yet so, you know, it happened so fast. Just a matter mm. of a few months, uh, it, it just grew, you know. Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah, why that we need my... to get treatment early. Yeah, that, that was the advice given to me. So without hesitation, after the third uh, opinion, I immediately set my mind, uh, die, die, also go for it, you know. Yeah. Mm, so this is how important to do like medical checkup every once in a while. Yes, that's right. Even if you're not feeling anything, just just do the checkup if you can afford it. Yeah, the the annual checkups, you know. Then uh, for the ladies, you know, uh, the pap smears, the mammograms, all kind that that kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's really important. Uh, so after this, uh, after you are diagnosed with this cancer, what? Did you realize of life? Like, what did you suddenly maybe you, uh, realize that this is very important or like um anything else that you realize? Yeah. Like, um, do you start? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead, Sean. Uh, like, do you start like appreciating like simple, simple things in life more? Like, like just start to see the world in a bigger picture. Like, is it? Is yes, de- definitely, definitely. Of course, the first thing was the worries, uh, uh, especially for my special needs girl, right? Uh, the other thing was finances because uh, no joke, uh, treatment uh, is costly, uh, especially um, I-, I went to a private hospital. So th- those were the worrying parts, lah, you know, uh, and then uh, also tender hearts. And of course, not forgetting my mom lah, who's with me. Yeah. Mm. So going back to the same, having something to hold on and having a, something to motivate to go on, Yeah. stay but, strong. Yeah, I, I think it's very important to be positive. No matter what's thrown at you. In fact, auntie's life have been so challenging. Eh? Uh, mm. Sometimes I ask myself, eh, why uh, why 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 you know you know one hurdle after another in fact uh, you know my office staff is a malay right you know we call it dugaan right mm, yeah, yeah. yeah? Mm. Uh, so Chabaran uh, dugaan. Uh, dugaan is more the word sean uh, so oh, okay. she's a malay so uh, she's a uh, she's been with me for more than 10 years so you know sometimes we we both look at each other and say, uh, i would tell her that wow you see you know the dugaan that uh, i have to go through 
in fact, in my life, this is the biggest dugaan that uh, God has given me. But uh, we always believe that God will uh, only test you what you can handle, right? So yeah, that's how uh, you you have to be strong lah to get through it lah. Always mm. be positive, yeah. So uh, yeah, day by day, yeah, just remain positive and uh, yeah, never give up. So. After all the questions, I hope that all of you guys have already learned a lot and, you know, can understand as a patient or as a family member or friends or loved one of a patient, the different point of view and perspective that we try to discuss today. So I will just move on to some of the symptoms that uh, you have found online. You and me, we search some symptoms online to raise some awareness, but we do highly recommend you guys to do your research for yourself also. All of this, we got it through internet. So, so it should be quite accessible too. So some of the things that we need to say is that, first of all, like we need to like pay attention to like our breast brushes. Like some, some of the symptoms are like redness, swelling or pain or itchiness or like redness discharge. Like, and also tell your doctors the truth. Like when you go to see a doctor, don't don't be shy and then like keep like maybe you feel something is wrong with some part of your body, but you feel like oh maybe I shouldn't tell the doctor. It's a bit shame, a bit shame or like shy. Just feel free to tell them so that they can help because they they have the knowledge and you will go for them for the knowledge. So some prevention would be like to monitor your weight, be physically healthy reduce alcohol intake and also one important thing that I think most of us uh, missed out is actually to know our family medical history. Am I right, uh, Auntie Sharon? Like medical history of a family is actually, it, it might affect your life. So it's good to know your family history, medical history to know or to take any precautions. Lah. So to wrap it up, like I said, just speak up. If you feel that anything's wrong with your body, just try to tell your parents or ask your parents or go see a doctor. Don't be shy. Don't don't hesitate. Just go and find out what's the problem and seek medication immediately. So I think for more information, you guys should do uh you guys definitely should do more research like auntie sharon did she went to three three opinions right auntie sharon yeah that's right yeah so it's like anything for health la. health is most important la, right i think can go on without good health so i think that will be all for today's episode yay so uh before we end today if you guys like today's podcast Go comment on our face, uh, Instagram page at Leo Club S J A L E O C L U B S J A, and leave a comment under our post and share out our our podcast to anyone that you feel can help this person or like you like it helps in person in general. Is we hope that you guys like our podcast today and our sharing from Auntie Sharon today. Yeah, so. Once again, thank you so much, Auntie Sharon, for dropping by today, spending your time to tell us all this emotional, in-depth 
story and experience that you know to help all the other listeners out there so i wish you good health and safe and everything goes well in your life and everything you know uh yeah and also to all our listeners out there i hope you guys also stay safe during this pandemic and take care of your health just a small plug for my club our club will be having a few events going on right now which is one of them is say no to styro and also another project called feel alive it's a quite interesting project where they are trying to raise money for the uh, animals shelters and there is a challenge of achieving milestones so upon achieving milestones different leos will do different challenges so for now my boy lucas is going to eat 40 chili buddy if i'm not wrong 40 chili buddy for achieving the first milestone so do check us out in our ig and drop a follow and if you're interested in us you can come and talk to us and also know more and not to forget tender hearts right tender hearts will be expanding and expanding and expanding Right, Auntie Sharon? Yes, welcome aboard, uh, all Leos. Yeah. Whether you're Leo or not, you sure you guys should support not just Tender Hearts, but any any people, who, uh, any similar homes or anything, just give your support, even though it's just that small, but it helps a lot. So I think that's it for now. Thank you for staying to the end with us. You guys are the best. I appreciate all of you. And... Thank you so much, Auntie Sharon, for spending your time. You are most welcome, Sean and you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, Yue, also. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting Auntie to share my experience. I'm so sorry. It's uh, so emotional no, no. for both of you. No, no it's okay. Yeah, I just want to share my personal experience. Hopefully, it will inspire uh, somebody out there. Yeah, to carry on with life. Don't give up. Uh, healthy body, healthy mind. Remember, take good care of yourself. Um, whatever happens, stay strong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Take good care. You always yeah. have your loved ones with you. I'm sure you. Yes, you that's very yeah. important. And uh, to the Leos, uh, especially the youngsters, less fast food. <laughs> Unless. Less sugar, strawberry cheesecake. Less bubble tea. <laughs> occasionally okay you know uh, have a balanced mm, diet okay yeah take everything in moderation like i think that that's the best yeah still enjoy food but take everything in moderation yeah thank you so much i enjoy uh sharing with all of you mm, okay okay so i think that's it for today thank you everyone to, for listening and everyone here thank, thank you bye-bye you.